Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into the 2J pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to look in the mirror and see the reflection of where you've been and where you're going to next. You need to be looking into that mirror and you need to first be saying to yourself, Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Decide I want to change my cologne or perfume. Yes, I can decide I want to read comic books. Yes, I can decide I want to switch from um, mystery to horror or from horror to mystery. Or yes, I can decide that I want to change my favorite color. I want to hang pictures. I'm going to take pictures down. I want to go to the movies or have a movie theater in my living room. Yes, I can decide that I want to order my next couch from Love Sack. Or maybe I want to get my next couch from the Goodwill. Yes, I can decide that I want my favorite color to be red or pink. Or yes, I can decide that I want to watch Thursday night football and Sunday night football. I can decide that maybe I want to change my favorite hockey team. Or maybe I want to even change my favorite baseball team or soccer team. I can decide that I want to learn how to knit. I want to learn how to sew. I want to learn how to sing. And I want to learn how to glow. I can decide any of those things. We need to be saying to ourselves, yes, we can following the yes we can because we can do a lot of things right we can travel we can speak new languages we can learn new languages we can learn how to do things we haven't done before following the yes we can is the Never give up. And never give up means you have to persevere through the difficulty and things you don't like to get to the other side of that. If somebody's sick, you have to walk them through the difficulty of being sick. It's not pretty. It's not easy. It's not comfortable. It's typically uncomfortable, uneasy, and it doesn't feel good. Following that is getting to the best part of the story. And the best part of the story is not going to be in the middle of it. You can't give up halfway through because you don't like something. That's not a good momentum to have. You have to be willing to persevere through difficulty and things you don't like. Fear is something that can scare everybody. But you have to persevere through fear and you have to persevere through difficulty. And you have to say to yourself, I can't give up. You can't give up on yourself. You can't give up on people you love. You can't give up on people you care about. You can't give up. You have to stay with something and be committed. That is the only way you're going to be successful. I ask you to do that. I ask you to stay strong. I ask you to be there for your cousin that has cancer. I ask you to be there for your mom that's going into surgery. I ask you to be that person that is there for the person at church that doesn't have anybody else to talk to. Never give up. If you love yourself or you love somebody, don't give up. Following the never give up is the why not today because indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you more waiting forever to decide you're going to fix the washing machine in the basement means you're probably taking too long to get the washing machine in the basement fixed 
Like, do you know where the receipt is? How long do you have to get that washing machine fixed? Do you know anybody that knows anybody that could fix that? Do you need to go buy a new one? Like, the like, did the warranty wear off for that? Is your phone working correctly? When do you get to upgrade your device? The watch that you want, when's it going on the sale? Don't put off the day for tomorrow, assuming you have time that you might not have. The one thing we can't buy with money is time. And I say it all the time. It's upsetting, but it's true. Like, we need to be willing to accept the fact that we can't wait to the last minute to make decisions. It drives me literally insane when my family members do that to me. Like, my brother has a tendency to be like, he's going to do something at the last minute. And that shit drives me crazy because, like, I like to plan actively to be prepared and ready for things. Like, I don't know, holidays or people's birthdays or celebrations or just, like, like a like a Sunday night dinner, right? Like, simple things like that. Like, just let us know what day and time. What time is the dinner on Sunday? Is the dinner at 6? What time is movie night? What time are we doing this? Like, we really, 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 really need to I think that we cannot make decisions and wait forever to do things and if we're doing that we're limiting ourselves and it's not smart to do that so Wisen up, get things done when you have the time, and don't wait forever. Don't be that person. Be brave, man. Moving on from that, the next part of the conversation, outside of the mantra of the day, is let's get to no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So we know that media is broken. Outside of listening to Jesse and greg and the five and laura ingram and sean hannity at 10 outside of those voices and maybe even the morning show in the morning and some of the daily wire voices there's really and and royce white um and maybe steve bannon and that's a lot of people that i just listed even uh dan bongino dinesh d'souza uh Candace Owens, who's on maternity leave right now. Hopefully everything's going good with her new son. Um, Regardless of that, we are... We have to be willing to call these people out. I'm not scared to call these people out. They hate freedom. And yesterday I told you about that Sunday show that I watched where the guests were saying that they don't think that the GOP or the Republican uh, senators or the Republican people should be 
talking about Joe Biden and his, and his corrupted family, but instead they should be talking about the economy. And I got to be the one to tell you, we can't stop talking about Joe Biden and the corruptedness of his family and what he's done with Ukraine and all the stupidity that he's done over the centuries and decades and all the 50 million years he's been in office. And his shitty family, his brother, his wife, the fake doctor, his shitty son, his granddaughters, the granddaughter that he won't even name as his own granddaughter. He took down all the um, stockings from, from the mantle in the White House. I mean, when do these people stop? We can't not call them out. Do you know what they did to Donald Trump? And I know it's probably easy to say they tried to attack Donald Trump, but it just made him better. So we can't attack Joe Biden because it's just going to make him better. But if we don't constantly talk about Joe Biden and the Democratic administration and what they have done over the last three years, they're going to get away with it and they're going to do it again. So we cannot give them a way out. Instead, we have to continuously talk about all the stupid ass decisions that they have made. And all the repercussions that they're going to receive because of it. Young people, Generation Z, my generation, no one's having fun, man. Young people want to buy houses and have kids, right? Yesterday I told you me and Skip are starting a family and we wanted a house. Are we getting one? No, because the interest rate is at like 8% and there's no way in fucking hell we're paying that for a house. Not that we can't afford it, but it's just stupid, right? That's the point about it. It's idiotic to do something like that. But these people think we're desperate. I think that we have to be willing to call these people out. I don't care about calling out Ben Shapiro. I don't care about calling out Fox News. I don't care about calling out whatever that lady's name is with the blonde hair. I don't care about calling these people out. I don't even care about calling out CNN or Bud Light or Target, which I'm never going back into again. I don't care about telling you I'm boycotting places. When I say I'm boycotting something, when I say I don't like things, I'm telling you the truth and I'm not lying about it. I don't have a problem calling anything out. And I really do like boycotting things because I'm sending a message with my money by not giving it to you. And the best revenge is me having more money to do whatever I want with it, right? That's revenge. And you can eat that. And I hope it tastes really good. We should boycott all these woke idiots. Like, no one should be buying Bud Light. No one should be supporting Disney. No one should be traveling to Orlando to go to Disney World. No one should be doing any of these things. We shouldn't be watching CNN. We shouldn't be promoting the White House or the Biden administration. We shouldn't be wearing these clothes. We shouldn't be shopping at Victoria's Secret. We should be setting a trend. We should be eliminating any connection between ourselves and them. I don't like that Victoria's Secret used fat models to try to push their clothes and they changed everything about themselves because they wanted to use equity and inclusion to entice people to shop there and I used to love Victoria's Secret I still have some of the underwear but I'm not buying anymore I had a credit card and I closed it I found a bunch of other alternatives and I'm not thinking about them right there's a bunch of things that I used to do that I'm not doing anymore could I do it yes am I doing it no. 
Honestly. It can't be that we just allow this insanity and we don't talk about these things that are serious. I'm going to just come out with it. Trump's going to win in 2024. Nikki Haley doesn't have a shot in hell. Everybody knows she's crooked. They, they might try to put a front runner out instead of Biden, but no one's going to beat Trump. You dumbasses attacked him in all of our faces. Trump is one of us. He is one of us. That's the thing they don't understand about Donald Trump. The reason why everybody likes Donald Trump is because he's real. You can have money, you can be rich, but you can still have a real attitude that separates you from everybody else. You don't have that un... that annoying, irritating incapable unaware attitude where you don't get along with anybody and you have money and you let that money talk for you that's not donald trump donald trump is different he is he has used his platform his messaging his story to tell us something that we have never heard before from a president He's not hiding anything. They're coming after him, his sons, Don Jr., and the other ones, and his daughters, and his daughter-in-law, and his son-in-law, and they're coming after everybody that was on Team Trump in the last administration, which means they're probably coming after you or me if we voted for him. And I'm not going to apologize for voting for Trump. When I talk to people and I have personal conversations with people and we start talking about politics, I happily admit I'm a Republican and I voted for Trump twice because that's who I am. That makes me more of a star than I've ever been, recognizing that Donald Trump is a star, too. He has star power like all of us. And the reason that they're coming after him is because he's on our side. And the reason they can't get to us is faster is because he's in the way. We are their targets. They want to take our tax money. They want to misuse their power. They want to over-indoctrinate our children. And they want to tell us that there's no hope yet left. But that's not what our country was founded on. The great United States of America is a God-influenced country. Where Christianity is fluent. And the moment you try to remove that element from it, it dies. And it it has been dying. Honestly, I think that we should be proud of America and all these Muslims from these other countries that come into our great nation claiming that they want to be students should be deported back to wherever the fuck they came from and they shouldn't be getting amnesty 
or claiming that they're coming to our country because they are looking for asylum. These aren't asylum seekers. They're full of shit. We have to stop allowing it. Today is Tuesday. And today, let's get to the conversation. China has respiratory issues, and I don't think we should allow them to come into our country. I think we should have a ban on anybody coming from China from now until they figure out what the fuck is going on there. I'm just going to say that. COVID was created to control us by the Chinese. Their government loves to control their people and, like, tell them what to do and take everything from them and make them suffer. Honestly, they created something that affected the entire world and no one wants to call them out. And Joe Biden wants to sniff their ass crack and tell them how cool they are. And so does Gavin Newsom. They should be embarrassed of themselves. China is not somebody we want to be friends with. It's somebody we need to decouple from. Honestly, COVID was created as a way to give for us to give away our willpower against our bodies, for us to let them inject us with something that was never going to cure COVID. And we got the shots and we got the boosters and I'm not getting any more and I don't give a fuck about any of it. I'm not doing any more. Like my mom is telling me, oh, I'm getting all these shots because I'm having a surgery. And she doesn't understand that the shots don't save you. But it's okay. I love her. But unfortunately, she's been indoctrinated. And I don't think anything is going to save her or many others. Will Harris be able to get votes? No. Are we going to lie to ourselves? Nobody likes her. It doesn't have anything to do with the color of her skin. And I got to tell you, she's not even black. She's not black. She's not. So they're going to replace her with Gavin Newsom. And the black people are going to flip out, even though she's not black and she's more Indian. It's a joke. Honestly, we gotta just ask ourselves, what won't they do for power? Right? What won't they do for power? And Harris is another example of that. They're gonna lie to our faces. Gavin Newsom's going on a debate, lying in front of the entire country, acting like he's not running for the president even though he is and he's acting like he's not going to cut off Kamala Harris but he is are we really pretending like this isn't something that it is 
I think we are. We have to stop. I think we need to be aware of who these people are. Kamala Harris wasn't great when she was running against Biden. In fact, she got left behind. And I don't even know why she was elected as the vice president. There were some better options for him. At this point, though, she's worse than him and he's horrible. So I say it all the time. I don't know how she's going to get votes from anybody. The color of her skin, where she's from, her crappy husband, her talking points, her creepiness. It's not helping. The weird stuff she was just talking about, the climate. None of this is making anything better. That's basically what I'm saying. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that Harris isn't getting any votes from anybody, TikTok is a time clock. Meaning, the TikTok in America is not the TikTok that's in China, and America needs to figure out a way to control the TikTok in America. To take power away from China, from getting all the data and all this information. And I don't know if they can do it. Like, I, I would hope that they could, but I really don't know if they can. Like, it's taking them too long to understand the detriment of it. It's also taking Nikki Haley too long to understand that every young person, the majority of them, are on there. So how are you going to talk to people that only look at X and TikTok if you're not on X and TikTok? I think Vivek Ramasamy had it correct. His kids are on there, so he's utilizing it, and he thinks Republicans need to figure it out, too. Now, I'm not saying that TikTok isn't bad, because it is. I think that America needs to figure out how to get the power from it. Hamas won't stop. And the more we sit here and we pretend like Hamas isn't the problem and oh no it's something else the worse off we are. 
I don't know about you, but I'm pretty much just, I'm over this idea of us pretending like reality isn't real and us pretending like there's a way to fix this. What happened in October when they basically killed those people was horrible. I think that we're pretending like history is not repeating itself. And telling Israel to do a ceasefire and that being them not being able to fight for their people or their country, we're basically telling them to roll over and it doesn't matter, is a problem. There's only one side to be on here, and it's the side of Israel. And you can like or dislike that, but Hamas is a problem and they are an anti-american free hating group of like mountain men or criminals and they can't be trusted they have seeped through the vessels in the united states of america and they need to be deported and donald trump needs to get back into office so he can deport these muslim thinking motherfuckers and we need to get back to the basics here and until that happens, we're going to be a country on the demise. Just suffering and dying more every day. Hamas isn't going to stop, though. They're just going to continue. Moving on from that. Let's get to the main part of the conversation. Realize you and forget them. The best way that you cannot get so emotional over things that don't warrant your emotions and the best way you can, um, I don't know, succeed is not to care about other people and their thoughts or their opinions if you fit into their stupid group, if you're trying to be like a clique. Like, dude, Are we we adults or what the fuck? Like, we're not in, like, middle school. Clicks don't matter. Even, like, in high school, none of that shit matters because you're going to grow up and graduate, and you're probably not even going to see these people again. Like, half the people you're being in a clique with, how long are you going to be in a clique with them? Like, what's the point? Like, so when I... Let me give you an example, right? When I see things like this, right? When I witness situations where... People are so desperate to fit in with other people that they'll do anything, say anything, show anything just so they can get the approval from people that they don't need approvals from. It kind of irritates me. Why are you looking from the approval from idiots? And why don't you recognize your star power? You don't need me to tell you that you're a star. You can see your reflection in the mirror. Your light is within your soul. Your light is who you are. Yes, I tell you about your star power on the podcast because that's my job. But you should also see it. You know that you're a star, right? You know that you have the ability to accomplish anything and do anything. You know. Hello, 
honestly. I think that we need to understand that when you recognize yourself, no one else matters outside of your family or your friends. But these strangers that you really don't know, why the fuck are we giving them any airtime to give us their opinion, to tell us things that don't matter? I don't care if you don't like what I'm doing. I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying. I don't care if you don't like what I'm wearing. I don't care if you don't agree with my hairstyle or you don't agree with the things that I'm saying. That's the great thing about freedom of speech. You don't have to like it and I don't have to like what you're saying. But I can still listen to you because I do like hearing other people's opinions. I might not always agree with them, but I listen to them. Because I'm willing to at least listen and give somebody the benefit of the doubt. That's what I'm willing to do. But I can tell you what I'm not willing to do. I'm not willing to make myself invisible so that you have the ability to be more important than me. I am not ever doing that again to myself. And I don't think anybody should do that to themselves. Outside of that, why can't you want more? What's wrong with the idea of what I've been talking about lately, having kids at an older age, wanting property, wanting to travel, wanting better vehicles, buying better food, going to better places. Honestly. It can't be It can't be that you just want everything else everybody else has. Like yesterday I I went deep about like how some women want to live off the state and they don't and how girls lose themselves and they don't understand their value and women get lost and they don't understand things and I went in deep about that, right? That podcast was our by the way, because I've written really deep about that, those conversations. But why can't you want more? Why can't you want money and stability and time and your time for yourself? And if you're married, your time with your husband or your wife before you bring someone else into the world? Why can't you do better? Because if you don't have that time, If you don't want to achieve more things in life outside of just having kids or outside of just being somebody, if you don't have goals with your career or something, what do you have? That's the question. We should be asking ourselves, why can't I want more? Why can't I want the nicer couch, right? Why can't I want the nicer phone, right? Why can't I want the bigger bag, right? Why can't I want push to start in my car? Why do I have to want cheap ideas? Why can't I have a meal prep service every week? Why can't I want nice things? Why can't I want great poupon and fucking filet mignon for dinner? Why can't I want chopped red 
small potatoes? Why can't I want like an aioli garlic sauce? Why can't I want these things? What's the problem with that? Why does everything have to be like a cheaper version? And I'm the first person to tell you that, you know, I'm the first person to tell you that I am a stickler for sales and I'm cheap and I always look for whatever on sale and whatever the cheapest. And I shop on the sale racks or I go to warehouses online and I buy my Louis Vuitton the secret way because I do. And I bought all this Michael Kors stuff because they had a 70 percent off sale. Yeah, I did do that. Because I'm a smart shopper and I'm not an idiot. And people that have money, they don't waste money. They shop smart, not stupid. That's it, right? Why can't you want more? Why do you have to want less, right? If I'm going to wear a perfume, it's going to be the perfume I want. It's not going to be some cheap shit out of Victoria's Secret. Like, I know people like those scents, but that's the cheapest crap ever. I'm going to want something that costs over $100 because it's quality, Again, why can't I want more? Maybe you're a stickler for dills. You can find more if you can find the correct clearance rack. I know you can do it. Moving on from that. like just can means you can just do it i feel like just saying to yourself i can means i'm doing it we have to have the mentality and we have to have the strength and the courage to fight for our lives to fight for our future, to fight for our children, to fight for these things. We cannot apologize. We have to be willing to push ahead for that. So just I can means I am and I will and I did. And I'm not looking back and I'm not thinking twice. Moving into shopping because it's my favorite thing to do and I'm addicted to it. Nordstrom, Amazon, and Michael Kors and Louis Vuitton and Tiffany's and my favorite stores and shopping online and back to Goodwill. I like Nordstrom, but I'd rather order stuff online and go pick it up in there. Like when I'm in there, I get irritated with the lack of staff. And every time I ask somebody something when I'm in that store, they never know what the fuck I'm talking about. And it just irritates me. So just to stop myself from getting aggravated I'd just rather buy stuff online. I'm just saying. Amazon is the death star of retail, and it's going to completely obliterate Target and Walmart, and they just can't keep up. They can't. And I know that they have their own online delivery and pickup and all that crap, but it's not the same thing. It isn't. How to update your walk-in on a budget. This is how you update your closet on a budget. You basically buy things when they're on sale, and then you get rid of things that you don't wear. That's how you update your closet.
giant bacon's that bad. You know how that works out. So I got three kinds of bacon, fried potatoes. I got some of this jam, little tomato sauce, a little agave, a good chili flake. There's the cream cheese, the string cheese, the jalapenos, and the onions. Fried potatoes. I think that. You need to look for sales, right? Like, does Nordstrom have a sale? Does Macy's have a sale? Maybe even JCPenney. Now, I don't really shop in JCPenney, but sometimes they do have a good sale on, like, pants. Like, my husband wears Dockers, right? Like, he likes those kind of pants. Um, so, like, if they have a sale, I'll, I'll catch them when they're on sale for him. Or, you know, like, whatever your style is, whatever you're looking for, whatever your go-to motive is for clothes, buy it when it's on sale. I'm more of a thrifter, so I like savers and I like goodwill. Uh, you know, if I know if I know it's the beginning of a season or whatever, that's when I go into those stores, and that's when I like do my big shopping is at the beginning of each season. So, and I like going in when I know they're going to have a 30% off or a 40% sale, and I've got a coupon, and that's how I do big shopping. And then I get rid of a lot of things. Um, over the last couple of months, I have gone through my closet multiple times and gotten rid of things and i'm very proud with myself you know getting rid of things you know you're not going to wear getting rid of things that are just taking up space getting rid of things that can go to somebody else granted i don't really give my clothes away some people do but i i just throw mine in the garbage maybe i should like sell them back to like a thrift store or something i don't know just keep the circle going round and give it back to someone that might need it probably should do it You can shop on a budget, and shopping on a budget can be fun. You can even order stuff on Amazon and find, like, really good uh, stores on there. Or you could do Zulily. There's so many options for deals. You just have to look for it, and you just have to do it. I do think that you can't shop on a budget and you can have a lot of fun doing it. Shop on shoppers. We'll be back to our shopping talk on another day and another time. You know, I'm looking for the deals whenever I can find them. Michael Kors just had an amazing deal. Nordstrom has a deal. Saks has a deal right now. They still have this end of the year deals. Zulily has a deal on coats and stuff. If you're looking to upgrade some things in your closet, go on some of these websites and see what they have. If you're looking for your Christmas shopping, Go on Amazon. The deals depend on how willing you're will, how you're willing to look for the sales. Moving on from shopping, because I'm addicted to it, like you know, Lady Ballers. I watch Lady Ballers on Saturday. Uh, that's the new uh, comedy with uh, Jeremy Boring, and I actually thought it was hilarious. I laughed the entire movie. I thought it was cute. 
it had many of the characters from the the shows and the, many of the people that have a lot to do with uh, Daily Wire. And I thought it was extremely entertaining and I really loved and enjoyed it. They also have a new like um, comedy coming out, a new uh, uh, so, something similar to like Family Guy or South Park that's coming out as well that they're working on. And I cannot wait to see it. It's an anime. And um, I love funny things. And this was funny. It was about, like, men taking over women's sport. But it was, like, it was done in a way that it was just perfect. So if you have a moment to watch this movie called Lady Ballers, I say try it. Regardless if you're Democratic, undecided, unaffiliated, or uh, Republican, whatever you are, independent, I think you're going to like it. Mr. Bertram, a Daily Wire comedy. That's the thing that's on Daily Wire. <coughs> it's kind of like, um, what is the name of that show? Um, I can't remember the name of the show. Uh, not Family Dad. There's another one. There's nothing on network TV. They're still trying to push that Queen Latifah show, all these shitty law and orders that are still on, and these bad actors TV series that nobody wants to look at. How many, like, Married at First Sight seasons are there going to be? Like, reality TV is really bad. There's this, like, weird, like, singing shows and stuff, and it's great, but, like... It's great. I really think that it's hilarious. That they keep trying to act like they have actual ideas on network television and they don't have anything. It's there's nothing there. These actors are bad, the storylines are horrible. Why are they doing um what is the name of that show? Uh why are they redoing shows over that they didn't need to do over? Like, I have more questions than answers when it comes to network television. And I just think that they're doing this because they're in a spiral of death and doom that they can't get away from. So, I'm not going to lie to you. There's going to come a time one day soon where there won't be any network TV. Because they can't keep up. And I don't know when that's going to happen. But I'd give it maybe 10 years, maybe 15 at the most. It, no one's going to watch TV. There's far too many people I know that don't even have cable. And I'm talking about family members. Michelle and Doug don't have cable. Danny and Heather don't have cable. My mom doesn't have cable. Ryan doesn't have cable. And now I'm naming family members that I know. None of them have cable. So, like, if those are people I know that I'm, like, related to or are connected to through blood and family, 
I could just imagine the rest of the world that's like, fuck Comcast, fuck Xfinity. I don't care about some, like, uh, Dish Network crap. I can imagine these people that are like, no, I don't want something called Cox. Like, I could just imagine it. Just saying. I think that they're on the wrong side of the clock. Obliterate it looks pretty good. Bad Surgeon. I think that's like a horror movie. Verified Stand Up. That's on um, Netflix. And Master Gardner. That's on Netflix too. Which I'm going to watch. You know I like funny comedy things. Moving on from watching things to eating things. Ground beef coleslaw. And I know you're like, what? So you get a big tray of ground beef. You get the coleslaw. Then you build the salad with layers and flavors. Um, Then you put that on the side of something bigger or you make that your main dish. I like a lot of like Korean and Japanese dishes. So for me, I think I'd love it and I can't wait to eat it. Uh, Jingle juice. That's like a holiday spicy liquid um, alcoholic beverage. And I can't wait to try it. I don't really know what goes into it, but it sounds fun. So I'm willing to try it. Pasta bake. So basically you take like rigatoni, you make the pasta, then you add in like whatever you want in it. Honestly, I would do some shrimp, some scallops, some Alfredo sauce, and lots of mozzarella cheese. Put it in the oven, top it with some jalapenos, mix it together. Boom. You could do that with any sauces, any pasta. Shove it in the oven, let it bake off, and then mix it together. It has a better texture, and it tastes better. I think you'll really like the effect of that, and it doesn't take a long time to do that. These are things you can make within 25 to 30 minutes, any day of the week, any weekend day. You could even use this as a way to do meal preps. They could be very impressed. Moving on from that, chocolate chip brownie tarts. I really don't know how to make tarts, but I'm willing to try it. I found this really cool recipe on Pinterest, and I'm really excited to give it a try. Um, It looks good. Uh, You have to make the brownie mix. feel like I should really be making a bigger deal out of the fact that we're talking about chocolate chip browning tarts. So the chocolate chip browning. So I'm assuming you're using like a chocolate chip cookie dough, but you're shaping it like a brownie and like a pan and you're, you're using different textures with it to make it like a tart instead of like an actual brownie. So maybe you don't cook it as long as you would cook a brownie or maybe you're doing something different to it. You have to really look for a recipe and like maybe watch a YouTube video to see how they make it. Is it better to substitute meals for shakes? 
Like, do you think Herbalife with two shakes a day, one meal a day is better than eating separate meals? Is it better to have an alternative to just food, food, food? I do think in a way it is better to have shakes instead of meals all the time. But Herbalife is a very expensive way. Like, athletes take that. Um, and, like, maybe there's a cheaper version. Like, I was doing Tone It Up for a while, but I fell off of Tone It Up. So maybe I should get back into that one. But I really did like Herbalife. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> Toffee pretzel bark. Don't knock it till you try it. It might be good. I think we should give that a try. I saw a recipe for it on um, Pinterest. You could also go on Pepper too and see if you can find like how they make it and see if you like it. I think, like, bark is, like, how long you're cooking it in the oven for and how hard it's getting. It sort of has the appeal of, like, chocolate that's, like, aged or whatever. I think you'll be very excited with that. I think that we should try the toffee pretzels, and I think we'll be very excited with it. Anyways, that, my friends, is the end of this Tuesday pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Bye.